You are listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am Janice Davis, your guest host, filling in for Rick Franzi. I want to thank for, thank you all for listening to today's broadcast. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on our radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the show. We deliver over 30,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions a month. To learn more, contact Rose Chimura at 951-515-4661. That's 951-515-4661. All shows, of course, can be found on our website, criticalmassforbusiness.com. And it's a pleasure to welcome Mojda Eskandari from TEDx to the program. Hi, Mojda. Hi, Janice. Thank How you. How are you? I'm great. Welcome. I'm so excited you're here. I'm excited to be here. Just to, to jump into it, tell us a little bit about your background and your path to getting to this organization. Um, I was born in Iran, uh, lived there for a couple of years, studied mechanical engineering, moved to France for another couple of years, um, continued with an MBA, worked for high-tech companies, moved to Bay Area before coming to OC, and I'm happy to call OC home for the past 10 years. Wow, welcome. I, I'm still trying to find my home. I, I've lived in Austin, Texas for mm-hmm. quite a while. Now I'm in California, but California is starting to feel like home. You know, uh, California is home, France was home, and I guess today, wherever I live with my family, becomes quickly home. Wow. Well, tell me a little bit about what you do with TEDx. What I do with TEDx, um, I um, spend most of my career in uh, private, highly competitive industries. The last one was Oracle. So, um, moving from these kind of industries and companies to philanthropy was a huge, nice step. I had the opportunity to meet with many leaders all around the world. And one thing they had in common, they were looking for new ideas and finding a way to bring change. Right. That was the whole idea of getting involved with TEDx. I have been a big fan of TED for many years. Same when, here. Same here. <laughs> Good, because in our community, percentage of people familiar with TED is less than 10. Wow. Which was a big surprise to me when we started. Right. So when they launched the TEDx initiative, independently organized TED event, I thought TED is taking place in Long Beach. Uh, everyone knows about TED. Let's use that amazing platform and create some conversations. Right, right. Especially because, you know, when you... When you know about TED and you know that their their motto is to inspire and connect and, and innovate and share ideas, uh, that caught my eye right away. Is that how you felt? Inspiring, innovative, may make me think of ideas that didn't cross my mind. Absolutely. But I don't know the exact reason. I'm not, um, I have only been here for 10 years. All I know that when I first moved here, it felt like a silo community. We have so many cities, many things are happening, we have wealth, we have smart people, we have everything, but where is the cultural center 
mm. of uh, Orange County. Where do you go to meet like-minded people? That was missing. Sure. So I thought, let's use TED and create conversations. But TED was perceived here. The first question I was getting from the majority of people, who is TED? So um, we started to say, what is TED, before saying, what is TEDx Orange Coast? You know, we were just talking about uh, TED earlier in the show and how, you know, watching one of those about women and, and, and the statistics between people right out of college, uh, men are more likely to negotiate their first salary where women are more likely to accept it right out of out of college. And mm-hmm. just things like that, bringing awareness and have, planting those little seeds in our mind where, you know, I'm about to have a, a, a baby daughter. And, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, so, so things like that, just watching a TED Talk and having those little seeds planted in my mind going, how can I empower and instill uh, confidence you know, type building in, in this little girl that's going to come into the world? And, you know, for me personally, I can relate because I, I used to be so shy and, and, and so worried about voicing my own opinion. And it was through uh, video games and through mm-hmm. TED Talks and through building these communities where I learned valuable leadership skills. Have you found that um, with TED? Where it- I have found that with TED and um, it is... TED Talks have been viewed over 2 billion times since Amazing. 2006 in all over the world. They are translated in 104 languages, all by volunteers. And um, every second, 17 people are watching a TED Talk. Wow. Now, I guess we need to do a little bit more in our community <laughs> to talk about the power of ideas and what is the benefit at any age. Because Rick Franzi loves to, to, to discuss peer-to-peer learning yep. and how sharing your knowledge can help grow your business, can help uh, face those challenges. The idea behind TED Talks, of course, sharing, spreading ideas worth sharing, Uh, With that being said, uh, when you get involved with the TED or TEDx community, every single person, in addition to the speakers, has a story to tell you. So it's not just about listening to talks. It's about meeting, really meeting like-minded people and having a real conversation with them. What we try to do with TEDx Orange Coast is taking it one little step further Ideas are great, but where they can really be impactful when they are followed by actions. So we have been looking for different ways of making our TEDx a little bit more action-oriented. Okay. Two things here. One, we created a TEDx teen challenge for teenagers, 13 to 19 years old. And our goal is giving them visibility, a little bit of seed money and mentorship. Our focus was on social impact projects. We don't want them to create anything for us. We want them to share the idea that they have already been working on right? or the idea with an implementation plan. So we had the first series of winners last year. This is a little bit more on the action side. What we are going to do this year, which is a new event for us, is... When you go to a TED conference, the main TED conference, they, their focus is really as much on the speakers and talks than on the attendees and the connections that are made with the attendees. Right. So we are cre- going to create through what we call social spaces 
different theme-based spaces with dedicated time, with innovations showcased, hands-on experiences. So in addition to listening to over 25 speakers and talks, they can come, meet there, interact with each other, and hopefully some great ideas are going to come out of that. Right, right. You know, it reminds me of one of my mottos, see a need, fill a need. Yeah. And, you know, it comes from that movie Robots, and I took that to heart five years ago. That's how I became an author. I saw a need between two circle of friends that were miscommunicating and didn't understand each other. And I thought, how can we bridge the gap? How can we bring them together? And that's the whole whole background between how Holder's Dominion was formed. So with, with TEDx, starting at that teen challenge, mm-hmm. I feel like you're establishing a way for your business to grow in a new avenue that, that, that hasn't been established yet. You mentioned for your business to grow. TEDx is not a business. It's, True. It's a business venture, but it's not a business. TED is in, TEDx is a nonprofit, just like TED. True. Uh, basically, all we need is to break even. Uh, and this is happening through sponsorship and ticket sales. If you're lucky enough, which has never happened, to be positive, then we will keep this money for the next year event. So it's really not a money-making machine. Right, right. And I have not been, and I keep continuing saying I'm not an event producer, but I guess after four years, I am becoming one, which has not been. <laughs> right. Um, but so many of, of you come skills. together, obviously, as about business. Hundred, about 100 yes. volunteers. And wow. the entire event is run by volunteers. Wow. So the whole purpose is in the community that, Every single person plays a role. You're a volunteer. You're showcasing an innovation. You're a speaker. uh, You're a partner sponsor. So they are all getting mixed up. And the platform, we we try to create, be a catalyst to to create a platform where sparks happen, innovation is everywhere, and hopefully collaboration is going to come out of it. Sure, sure. For so many of our listeners who are leaders and CEOs and running their businesses facing different challenges. Can you discuss some of the challenges, you know, even though you're a volunteer organization, Uh putting together such, you know, big events and coordinating, I'm sure comes with a lot of challenges. Have you, have you deciphered any keys or tricks? I mean, working with a hundred percent volunteer organization was new to me because working in a corporation, when you have paid employees, you just make things happen. That by itself is a challenge challenge that I needed to learn. I think our biggest challenge today is really outreach to the right community. Hmm. I said that the percentage of TED fans or TED savvy people in Orange County is less than 10. But we have not even been able to reach out to those 10% yet. We have many community partners that are promoting the idea and the event we have Pacific Symphony, we have Arts OC, we have Orange Coast Magazine, we have a lot of them, but somehow lack of resources or full-time employees, all of our volunteers are full-time professionals, sure. so they are passionate about that, they are giving their time to make it happen, 
but we have not been lack of resources to do a real outreach yet. Work in progress. I see. I see. Again, everyone, we're speaking with Mojde Eskandari from TEDx. Stay tuned. We have more in store coming up for you about the future and events that she has planned. I'm your host, Janice Davis. We'll be right back after these words from our valued sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Certainly also, uh, Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. Welcome back, everyone, to Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Janice Davis, filling in for Rick Franzi. I want to thank and acknowledge all of you, all of our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You have downloaded over 13,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from iTunes, Stitcher, and other business podcasting services. I'm speaking with Mojde Eskandari from TEDx. Mojde, we left off talking about how inspiring and connective and innovative the, the, the goals and just the the future, you know, of TEDx, how they want to connect everyone together. But can you tell us a little bit about the difference between TED and TEDx? TED, uh, T-E-D, stands for, stands for Technology Entertainment Design. Started 30 years ago as a conference where technology, entertainment, and design converged. And today really uh, has a much broader scope, and it goes anywhere from science, business, to global issues. TEDx events are independently organized TED events, licensed by TED and created in in the spirit of TED's mission, Ideas Worth Spreading. Independently organized, but fully following TED guidelines. So that's the main difference. When they started that initiative in 2009-10, I guess 
they were not thinking that in only five years or a few years, there will be about 10,000 TEDx events globally. Wow. And um, we are one of the largest one with a license for a two-day event, which makes a huge difference in terms of creating a platform for people to connect versus a day event, which is most of TEDx events. Uh, because when you come during the day, go listen to the talks and leave, then you really don't have time to connect with people. That's a good point. That's a good point. I travel yeah. at conventions that are usually two or days, and the audiences coming back can con- reconnect with the people they met or heard speak. We speak on panels about all kinds of topics, and it's hard to soak it all in in one day. <laughs> so TEDx events, those 10,000 are they have different natures. They live broadcast only from TED. You can have a TEDx event with, with less than 100 people, half a day, two hours, one day. And the largest one usually are two-day event because they have enough experience for TED to say you're allowed to go and do a two-day event. And um, more possibilities to create the, those connections. Sure, sure. Well, you do events all year all year round, I believe, and you have one coming up in September. We do events. Uh, we have at least, a, we have a, uh, an annual conference. The last three years, uh, we had them at Segestrom Center for the Arts. This is for the first uh, time we are moving to Soka University. Uh, the date of the upcoming, the fourth annual conference, is September 19th and 20th. It is, um, last year we had 2,045 guests okay. attending over two days. And we are expecting at least the same people attending today. And this is just a guest attending. Then we'll have it live broadcasted. In between the annual conferences, we have smaller events, which we call Salon with one or two speakers, limited to 100 guests, where there is really more interaction and conversation on more specific topics. Okay. How, how does someone go to this annual conference? Do you sell out of tickets? Can they buy them online? We sell tickets to our website, TEDxOrangeCoast.com or TEDxOC.com. Uh, we have 50% discount for students. We have different packages. Again, the prices are dictated by TED. There is a limit. So um, a student can come for a day pass, for a daily pass, uh, attend. The price of the ticket is about $50, and the maximum is 250 for a VIP pass. Okay. Uh, going through the entire experience and the VIP reception with the speakers and sponsors. Who, you know, could you tell us a little bit about who should go to the conference? We have a lot of listeners who are running their own firms and businesses, and would they get a lot out of going to TEDx? I guess um, the simple answer to this question is everyone. With that being said, time poverty is one of our biggest issues these days. So I would say everyone who is interested at any age, not younger than 10, 12, it's going to be a little (laughs) bit hard. Although we had a nine-year-old, who was so inspired that promised her mom, I'm going to be on that stage one day. Really? Uh, we have speakers at all ages. We had Jack Andraka, uh, 14 years old, two years ago. He invented a sensor detecting pancreatic cancer, 99% accurate, uh, out of his middle school. So these are inspiring for everyone. I would say everyone who think. It is important enough to take a little bit of a short amount of time 
off of your daily routine mm-hmm. to go and meet with people who wants to have interesting conversation, who wants to make a change, who wants to do something for their communities, that's really the place to come communicate and get inspired. Can you tell us some of your top speakers that are, will be at the annual conference this year? We just announced the first six on our website and through a press release that went out last week. Umi Garrett, a pianist, is one of them. And uh, we have speakers and performers, but performers will talk and perform. It's not just about performance. We have Dan Miller. We have uh, Carlton Wilborn. They are on our website and through the press release. Within the next couple of weeks, we'll announce about 20 more. We'll have between 25 to 30 speakers. Is it usually themed or is it a very varied group of speakers? It's very varied, but we always have a, have a theme for the event. We, had, we started with Innovation Without Borders, then we had Redefining Relevance. Last year, we had Beautiful Minds. And this year, the theme of the event is Tipping Point. Tipping Point. Interesting. The themes are generic enough, so you can really bring... Uh, forward thinkers from different places, different industries to talk about their own tipping point, what is happening in their life, what is happening with their industries. So uh, themes, yes, but generic enough so you can plug in different stories. Does the tipping point also go into the tipping point of change in your life, life or your business? It goes to tipping point on a personal life, in your business, in your community, in your country, you name it, tipping point, and leave it up to you to define it. Awesome. I love that. A little mystery, a little, a little intrigue. <laughs> That's great. How, how can someone follow you and get in touch with you and, and, and learn more about TEDx Orange Coast? Uh, the best way is to go to our website and register to receive our newsletters. Uh, we are announcing the event. We are having interviews before and after the event with the uh, speakers that we are publicizing them. We are uh, present through all the social um, media channels, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, at TEDxOC.com. TEDx Orange Coast, again, you look for a local event. We, I believe we are the biggest one in Southern California. And by the way, only 75% of our attendees are from California. Wow. 50% from OC. We have 24% uh, attending from out of California, 16% from the U.S., and 8% from the rest of the world. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What's in store for the future after this annual conference? Will there be another one next year? Uh, we are hoping and planning and to be honest, it is just so much work that before each event, we are know. saying <laughs> this is the last one, but it is not the last one. No, the team is so motivated, and I am the luckiest person to have a dedicated, selfless team to work, to take wow. time out of their life, and to work to make this happen. Awesome. Well, all of you listening, if you want to get involved, uh, like Moja said, you can go to their website, which was TEDxOrangeCoast.com. TEDxOrangeCoast.com or TEDxOC.com or social media at TEDxOrangeCoast, LinkedIn, Facebook. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. You're it was welcome. such a pleasure thank having, you having you. Me. I really appreciate you becoming a part of the critical mass community. So welcome.
And again, everyone, this uh, I got to speak with Moshe Eskandari from TEDx. And just thank you again for being here. It was such a pleasure. I would love to have all of all of you attending the event. Absolutely. You can attend as my guest. Well, we Your wanna... baby shouldn't be there by then. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm excited to go. Uh, remember, everyone, the goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs running middle market firms, to improve your decision-making skills. And I just want to thank everybody for listening to today's broadcast. Of course, this show is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors, a Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Center Club, Tone Software, UPS Protection, and MBN Design. I also want to thank, on a personal note, Rick Franzi and Critical Mass for inviting me to guest host. And I want to thank our engineer, fabulous Paul Roberts, our producer, Crystal Nunley, our guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard, our live events manager, Asia Celestino, our social media manager, Melissa Padani, and our VP of Sales, Rose Chimera, and our new assistant, Amanda, who I just met earlier today. I'm your host, Janice Davis. You can find me on Twitter at Janice Davis. That's G, G, uh, G instead of D. A lot of people think it's Denise, <laughs> but it's a G, a G uh, G-E-N-E-S-E-D-A-V-I-S, or Facebook at a slash author Janice Davis. And if you want to like, if you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass, you can refer a future guest. You can advertise with us. Just visit our website at criticalmassforbusiness.com. And until the next show, I hope all your decisions move your company in a positive direction. You've been listening to the Critical Mass Nonprofit Radio Show, Orange County's only talk radio show dedicated to featuring nonprofit organizations and their leader, with your host, Richard Franzi. 